I want to fill in parts of the psalm that we heard sung this morning. Psalm 32. There are parts of it that were not part of the sung version that I'd like to read to you right now. And this will help us to understand the mystery of mercy between Jesus and this leper. This is how it goes. Happy the man whose fault is forgiven, whose sin is covered. I kept it secret and my frame was wasted. I groaned all the day long for night and day your hand was heavy upon me. Indeed, my strength was dried up as by the summer's heat. But now I have acknowledged my sin. My guilt I did not hide. I said, I will confess my offense to the Lord. And you, Lord, have forgiven the guilt of my sin. He who trusts in the Lord, loving mercy surrounds him. Rejoice, rejoice in the Lord, exalt you just. O come, ring out your joy, all you upright of heart. It's beautiful how many of the Psalms are like windows into our soul to reveal the inner workings of our heart. And here we see a common human experience. Here we see a person who is miserable, heavy of heart. Their strength and their energy is exhausted. And why? Because they are hiding and holding within their heart a secret sin. And this reminds us of a very important spiritual principle that whenever we hold a sin tight within us, that sin exercises a greater power over our life. It's like a, a sore that festers, and it can work like a cancer in the way that it begins to extend itself and influence all parts of our life, our spiritual health, our mental and emotional health, relationships, and it can even affect us physically. And then the moment of grace comes where the same person who wrote this psalm realizes the vanity and futility of hiding this sin tightly shut within. He confesses the sin and the Lord forgives and removes the guilt. 
This is why this psalm ends on such a joyful note. What Jesus did for the leper in our gospel is very similar to what Jesus does in the sacrament of confession and in those prayers of sincere repentance. It is, a, it is like hearing Jesus say to the leper, be made clean. And as it happened immediately to the leper, it happens immediately when Jesus pronounces those words. The sin is taken away and the guilt is removed. But there are moments where we struggle to confess a sin. We want to hide it because we're afraid. Sometimes there can be a great deal of embarrassment and shame. There can be pride. We feel so unworthy, and unfortunately, that can lead us to believe that we are unlovable and unforgivable. This is why Jesus became a leper on the cross, covered with our blotches, covered with our sin, in order to show us a beautiful love that does not come to condemn, does not come to shame us, but comes to forgive us and to save. Besides the sacrament of confession and besides that, that beautiful grace of sincere repentance in prayer, the healing and redemptive grace of the sacraments extends itself into another area of Christian life. And that is when the love of Jesus is present in a marriage, present in a family, and present in a friendship. And I would go further when it is present in a Christian community like ours. I was part of a Christian community for 13 years. And our main focus was cleaning up our way of loving. We led with love. And that created a milieu, an environment where the pain that many of us were carrying from past wounds, the sins that we were struggling with, could now, for the first time, come out into the light in a healing, redemptive, salvific way. I am the man that I am today because of that experience as we shared our hearts and sometimes our guts. 
One of our dear sisters in Christ a few months ago who's engaged to be married, she shared with me something that she learned in prayer. She said, Father, I had this sense that marriage crushes the head of Satan. It undoes his work. Oh my gosh, is that ever a beautiful insight? Because it's true. When Christ's love is in a marriage, a family, a friendship, all the junk can come out without being judged, without being condemned. As spouses and family members and friends embrace each other with all of our blotches, all of our imperfections and weaknesses, I've seen this so many times when I come to a new parish. When I first arrive, people are scoping me out. And they're saying, the big question in some hearts is this. Can I trust this priest with my secrets? Will I be loved when I do this? Or will I be judged and I'll tell you, after a few months and sometimes after a year, you should see all the things that come up. And it is absolutely beautiful. This is God's will for the Christian community. As the love that binds us together goes stronger and deeper, this is to be a community of mercy where this healing and redemption can happen. This is what I pray for constantly, where all the junk can come up in this milieu of Christian fellowship and love, and therefore to know healing and redemption. And so I want to send you off with a thought to apply this to the season of Lent that is approaching this Wednesday. Share with someone you love and that you know loves you. Share with them a weakness that you're struggling with. I already know what I'm going to share with a friend. Share this weakness with this loved one and ask them to pray for you and to walk with you with this. This fulfills what St. James says in his letter to those Christians in the beginning. Confess your sins to one another and pray for each other that you might be healed. For the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. What a beautiful Lent. And how much faster we will grow and mature because we were never meant to walk alone. Let's do this together. Amen.